Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. <laughs> Welcome to Black <laughs> Shit, 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 shit. Oh, I got it. All my niggas some junkies, they keep that bread on them, dog. Yo, la ho is a monkey, she got a head on her dog. Caught a fight out of London, I can't see nothing but stars. It don't fuck with my countries, I serve my auntie that raw. I'm J5, here with the real P. Man, the real, the real baby P. P. Um, pushing P. Pushing P. I just decided to be myself. Yeah, I like that. That's kind of my idea. I, like, I, I like that. I don't like dressing up as people. I like that. Yeah, this is a legendary uh, costume. We're gonna we're gonna get to that oh, in yeah. a second. Of we course, will. I am. Uh, well, we'll talk about our costumes yeah, yeah. on the show. MC over. <laughs> I mean, ain't no guess what this motherfucker is or who this motherfucker is. MC over there. It kind of looked like Solange <laughs> on the, um, one of those covers. <laughs> what was it? What, was it? what album was that? Seat at the table. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Seat at the table, I didn't expect. Uh, I was going to get a nice little Canadian accent. I don't know if I can do Canadian accents or do Canada that badly, so I'm just going to keep it towards my normal voice instead. Of all the accents that you do on a regular basis on recut gems, all that, you can't do Canadian. I I, could, I will call A-plus right now. He'll do one for you. I mean, I feel like A-plus can definitely do it. I don't know. I would. It would definitely be... See, I'd have to, I'd have to really tap in. As long as this gets... A line from Drake that says MCs cosplay him daily. I'll be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, we're here. It's the day when we're recording this day before th- Halloween. That's coming out on Halloween, so it's perfect synergy. Yep, we weren't able to do this last year, but we were able to do it this year. I I had to pull together this costume at the last minute after the Mortal Kombat idea just went up in smoke. Yeah, my um. I was going to be Larry David. I have the mask and I bought like some clothes. Like I bought like the typical fit. Yeah. But I couldn't do the show with the mask. <laughs> I like was trying to like talk with my mask on. And it was just like, this isn't going to work. So then without the mask, it just kind of loses its flavor. So. Yeah. You just look yeah. like uh, you dress in regular. Yeah. Or yeah. like a white man. Like a white man. Yeah. yeah. And, and so like when everything went up in smoke, I was like, maybe I could just get the, because I like the joke of Sub-Zero with dreads. I thought that was like one of the funniest quotes from the last month on the show. <laughs> But all the masks were sold out. Damn. Uh, it was like November 5th. I was like, damn, I waited too long. And I said, what What are some things that I watched that I could just pull together? I watch an anime. If you, if you know if you know the anime, it's one of the biggest animes in the world. My Hero Academia, Deku, the homie, I'm here. Shout out to The Lookout. Shout out to Mills, everybody over there at The Lookout. I got the inspiration from them. There's a bunch of like controversy surrounding this anime. A lot of people hate on it. You know what I mean? So like I gotta show the support to all the people that fuck with my hero academia. So I'm okay. my nigga. I'm my nigga academia. My nigga. Academia. All right. Today. Yeah, I never I never seen okay. I, I saw you and instantly knew you were an anime character, but I wasn't sure which one. <laughs> um Yeah, shout out to anime. I thought it was an SSX character or something. I I I mean I thought I thought Josh would have said Power Rangers. Nah, I, I knew was, I, I know Power Rangers. <laughs> I ain't got hair like that. They, there's one that does, but I thought that you would have like, you know, put put it together and said Power Rangers. But anime is a good guess. Yeah. It's a good guess all all around. Of course, MC, you've been working on your 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 costume all day. Yeah, and I definitely took way too. There's a thing about last minute plans, and that's really a reason why I don't do too much Halloween. For the years that I don't do Halloween, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make up for five years of not doing Halloween. I picked the most difficult fucking thing that I could ever think of, but I think it paid off. It's an iconic look. I think that people will look back on this era and that that jacket, that look that Drake had like right before the album came out, that's going to be like a, a look that everybody's going to remember. That The Hotline Bling look was one. Yeah. 
Um, that was probably like his his biggest like Halloween costume redo. The sweater, yeah, the sweater. Yeah, the sweater with the Sims. Uh, this will be up there. I think again, iconic. I mean, you're 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 ahead of the curve here. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are going to be doing that tomorrow. So, do you know how hard it was to find neon pins? I did not know there's a drought for neon pins out here in this country. I don't After know if it's everywhere, it. but it's here. After he did it. Yeah, I didn't know um, when you mentioned the idea. I was like, "Oh, this is that's pretty creative." But then I've seen a few people with it. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I guess I mean, I guess Drake is a, a a popular costume every year. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is this is probably his most iconic looking era. One of um, my yeah. Um, one of my favorite Drake costumes is when someone had the take care cover, and he was dressed as Drake for on Halloween. Did he walk around a candle or something? I think he did. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, it was like it, I, I couldn't find. I was trying to find him for the show, but I I was like. Thinking about Mark doing this another day. Somebody else did like a way over the top Drake uh, costume for Halloween, but I think we did it. The costume bash. Uh, I might have to when we talk when we talk about like serious stuff. I might have to take this off because I, I can't because it's, it's gonna look crazy. I mean, nah, everything I needs suit, to be in, whatever we do content for this week. It's gotta be in the costume. Yeah, I'm literally wearing a pea suit. I don't think I can get any, any crazier than this. All um, right, we'll keep it on then. Damn. Fuck yeah, you. yeah. Come on. But uh, thank you guys uh, uh, once again for, uh, of course, um, checking out their, our last episode on Amp Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a you know bittersweet moment. We got to play some really spooky tunes. We got to have people come up and talk. Shout out to everybody that came through. Um, you know, one of one of you know the it wasn't like so much of a bummer, but it was like a ah we did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we did that, and it was it was a good moment. Yeah, no, I spoke to Matt on Friday actually. You know, he just sent me a heartfelt text and. I mean, shout out to all the AMP guys, man. Just everyone who made the app what it is. Um, he Over the weekend, he was posting just a bunch of love and, you know, a positive sentiment that the app had. And it's going to be missed. I think, you know, from the Barbs to, to Young Boy and his show on there and us and Tim and Q and Joe Button and Yachty in the early days. Like, it was a, it was a dope app and just a dope lineup of creators. Um, sad to see it go. Um, shout out to everyone who tuned in for our last episode. But... On to new things, man. Yeah, on to new things. Uh, you know, it, it, it's uh, uh, it, it was a moment where we were able to connect with our fans, like I said before, and and one of those, you know, one of those kind of eye opening moments where it's like, yo, people really want to talk to us. People really want to like interact when you know we give them the chance to. So again, we're gonna be we're we're, we're looking into more ways that we can do that. And stay yep. tuned. Twenty twenty four is gonna mm-hmm. be a big moment for that. We're working on that currently. But um, Josh, you were in Atlanta last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out in Atlanta. Um, it was HBCU homecoming weekend. Crazy. Spell House. Um, shout out to all the graduates, alumni, and current students. Um, homecoming is a thing, man. Like, yes. I, I've never really been a big... I mean, you know, I didn't graduate college, yeah. so I've all... And then even in high school, homecoming was a thing, but college homecoming is like, it's just a whole nother beast of a thing. And um, mm-hmm. shout out to everybody that was out there, man. Atlanta was buzzing. You had um, one music fest was over the weekend. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Def Jam and Carrots had like a writing camp out there. Uh, J. Cole had a camp, Dreamville camp for his album and just whatever they're working on. So it was a lot of people in town, um, a lot of different energies. And I, I appreciate it, man. Atlanta's one of those places where uh, it's a good creative hub. Mm-hmm. So just being out there and being in the midst of all that, um, it was exciting, man. It felt good. What was that like for you? Like, was this your first college homecoming or your first HBCU one? Um, I've been to um, Spellhouse homecoming before, um, so it wasn't the first for for either. But I think just being there and, and, and being an active participant and mm-hmm. and just helping be um, a part of it all, 
which is different for me. Um, you know, this the school pride thing is real. Um, the fraternity and soror- sorority yeah. thing is real. Like yeah. that's like that's like gangs. That was already that like the frat shit was already weird to me. Like I I I, th- I thought about it when I was in college. Like maybe I could I could do this, and then like I saw what it was putting niggas through, and I was like I wouldn't really yeah let niggas do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't. Do I that. I kind of get it now. Um, and not even just because of this weekend or this past week. But um, my nephew actually he um is in college in California and he yeah. just joined a frat. What what what? Uh, it's a white frat though. A white frat. <laughs> yeah, he's like a little. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I I forget the name of it. I probably don't want to say it on on air anyway. But um, but yeah, he just joined a frat and it's like like most of the the guys are white. Yeah, he, he trying to get ahead. I get it. Yeah, which <laughs> I get. But then also like my nephew is just like funny. Like he's just. Like I, he been posting shit on his Instagram. They had like frat parties and shit. He got bitches kissing them and shit. Like it's just like <laughs> oh, one of them. Okay, I'm like you doing this for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> hey, hey, but that, that's the I is it there is it the right the right reasons wrong reasons either reason it's like it is about like the way that they sell it to you is like networking. No, well I, that was my point. I think it's it's all about community. It's all yeah. about building community. Um, I see it as a freshman in school away from your parents. You need to build that community that those those group of friends that you can lean on mm-hmm. and and just live your life with. I know it could be a, lo- a very lonely experience sometimes. And, um, you know, I see that with him firsthand. I've seen it with others who have graduated college. You know, I, I look, you know, just this past weekend, this costume is going to be a, a hassle this whole <laughs> fucking episode. But just this past weekend, um, just talking to all the alumni, yeah. you know, people who've graduated college 10, 20 years ago, but they still come back every year for homecoming. They meet mm-hmm. all their friends there. They enjoy it. Um, it's really a thing, man, and, and and it's all about community and just like how you stay connected to your community and how you support that community. So yeah. I understand it a little bit more now. Um, I appreciate it. I would never. I mean, I'm past that age at this point, but I have heard of people joining later. fraternities and sororities later on yeah. in life. And it, it definitely happens. It, it was. It was. I, I've seen a couple of like when I was at VCU, there was definitely uh, uh, black frats and sororities uh that were on campus there Mm -hmm. and they did have older people like join every so often but like i I looked at it like like college was 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 funny because you would always see people join the frat or a girl would join a sorority and they were immediately like you like they might have been lame before they went in and when they came out it was just automatic they weren't but you know what i'm saying they weren't lame no more but sometimes still lame sometimes there was people that (laughs) did cross and they were still lame Oh, and they no. were still not getting girls, and I and I thought that was the the most interesting dichotomy of it. It's like you you joined this to get this thing, and you still didn't get it. I thought that was interesting. It's just funny to see the the stumping, <laughs> the stumping. I just think that's just hilarious to me. And shout out to anybody who does. And they that. was doing that a lot, probably in Atlanta too. Oh yeah, they was stumping. They was skiing. They was oh yeah, canes out throwing up the rock. The ca- a lot going on, man. I was like, "Damn, this is." What do you think about when people gang. like when people say, "Don't get in, don't, don't get in my line when I'm when I'm uh when I'm when I'm stomping." Oh no, it's a lot I'll of little like um, a lot of little uh, unwritten rules and shit like that. I mean, oh, it's strolling. I'm sorry, strolling. Strolling, yeah, it's strolling when they be. <laughs> yeah, and just get the get the. And then start swimming <laughs> the shoulders and shit and like that. Really low respect. with it. With you niggas little... have to know y'all look ridiculous doing all that. I mean, that's I, the Kappas, man. I'm with it. My dad's a Kappa, actually. Oh, what? Yeah. You want to piss your dad Big off? Kappa. Exactly. Big Kappa, but got the brand on his chest and everything. But you <laughs> must know that he looks ridiculous doing any of that business. That shit is crazy Kappa, to me. Kappa's got the cane. Q's got the gold boots. Uh, <laughs> Alpha's just. I'm gonna be real with you, bro. I'm gonna be real. The alphas was always the wackest, the wackest ones 
on campus. Damn. When I would look. Like Damn. when I would look. Shout like, out to our I, alpha uh, listeners got a, out there. I got a couple <laughs> friends. I got a couple friends. Yo, I saw I equal a, opportunities for me. Y'all yeah. all on the same plane. <laughs> so, yeah. Like I got a couple friends that 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 was alphas. They they you know what I'm saying they, my close friends, but like. When I was on campus, I used to be like, "Damn, like some some of these niggas just can't dress." Some niggas don't got the hose. Yeah, they they just didn't look Damn. right. Like the Alphas black didn't and, have the hose. The black and gold just look off. You know what I'm saying? Like red oh, and white. Oh, that's the black and gold. Oh, you know, I, I know some alphas now. Thinking about it, yeah. I've seen some because I don't really know. Like I just know like the color. I think Armana Alpha actually. My bad, Armand, but it just it just. It <laughs> I know some alphas. <laughs> I, I got a couple alphas as homies. Uh, and shout just, out to y'all, man. Hey, whatever you got to do to make your experience in college great. I some just people don't sell think, weed. Some people join frats. I just don't think cues like being called apes, being called monkeys. Yeah, like that's kind of. I don't think they call them monkeys. I just the apes. Like they, I, that's I the mean, dude that have their tongue out. They, yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry if I'm offended anybody, man. That should be looking Bucky. crazy. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Who were the ones? Who were the ones that pressed Ross? Who were the ones that pressed Ross and told him don't throw the sign up? It was the it was cues. I think. What, uh, Ross was doing this. Yeah, he was doing no, no, he threw, he threw, he threw this up, and they were oh, like, "Oh yeah, they like, yo, relax." Where at? I think it was Kappa. Look, a couple of years ago, I think it was Kappa. I never seen. I see when they press Boosie. I think, I, oh yeah, they, the Kappas definitely pressed him for sure. Let Boosie wear the motherfucking Kappa uh, shirt, boy. Ross will shoot the shit out your ass, man. Don't fuck that nigga, man. Hey man, like boy, he can't do a hand signal, bro. The frat thing is crazy, yeah. Cause y'all really be gang. Yeah, be gang. Educated gang. Educated gang, but be trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, get business opportunities with, with a brand on your chest. Like, it was, it was niggas that was, like, it's almost like some Freemason shit. It's like, yeah, it's a couple niggas I know that work in, uh, in the law law enforcement and shit. They, they gonna let me in because I'm a Sigma or whatever. I mean, I'm sure it does work like that. I, it, it very much, I've learned climbing the corporate ladder that it very much is about who you know in mm-hmm. a certain sense. And I've seen that in, in in multiple jobs and places and things, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know. I mean, is there like a box in your resume you can check? Like, I'll yeah, see. like yeah. I, I'm also, but I think people do put it in their um, kind of like the you know how some resumes have like the get to know like the real quick. Oh uh, yeah, member of. But then also it's probably like a network, like a little yeah yellow book, and it's yeah. like yeah, nigga, you know the office is up at AT and T. Chapter leader. Alpha's running AT and T is stunning. <laughs> well, how did we just spend fifteen minutes burying fraternities? Nah, I mean, honestly, I'm not burying it because I, I think it. honestly, it's just, it's just I think it's, think. I think it's a um, like I said, I think it's a cool community building tool, and I would much rather you be in a fraternity or sorority than a gang. Yeah. So I I appreciate it. Um, you know, I think I think sometimes uh the just the characteristics and personality traits of some of these sororities and fraternities are a little annoying. I mean, I mean, you got to get when you get right down to it. The people say this about like the uh, what's the pink and green ones? That's the AKAs. <laughs> AKAs. Everyone talks about them. Yeah, they be saying they all light skin. They all light skin, uppity. <laughs> they, you know, what I'm saying bougie. I knew some really cool down to earth AKAs in college. They, they yeah, I knew like some AKAs. I, yeah, I, I knew some of them. Few. Some of them might, but I mean, majority probably are like that. But you know, yeah. Kamala Harris is an AK. Look at her. Yeah, see. She ain't doing shit. I mean, but it's like, it's like to me, sorority and fraternities are kind of like um, zodiac signs. Oh wow! It's like a way to kind of know a little bit, but it's like eh, it ain't always. <laughs> Are we going in? I mean, it, it just <laughs> Are is. We going there? <laughs> it just is. It's like a way to know something, but it's like not always true. Yeah. Do you know your moon rising and all that other stuff no. that people ask you? No, I don't. I just know my regular sign. 
Yeah. I don't know what I'm writing. Or the time of your birth and shit like that. You damn near have to have that memorized now. My mom doesn't even know that the time I was born. I was trying to ask her one day. She was like, nigga, I don't know. I think I was born at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was born early in the morning, too. My mom said she was watching Arsenio Hall, and she was laughing so hard her water broke. <laughs> she said, <laughs> Yeah, that's literally what happened. So I was pretty sure I was born, like, early. I was trying to look back and see who the fuck was on the episode, but I couldn't. I, you can't find it? Yeah, it was, like, the December 8th episode. I'm like, who the fuck was on there that night? Like, why were you laughing? It was probably the episode that Robocop was on there. I don't know. Or Jason. It was one of those. I remember watching those vividly, but shout out to Atlanta, but there wasn't. Josh wasn't the only legend that stepped foot in Atlanta over this past there? week. Uh, TikTok influencer slash food uh, connoisseur Keith Lee made his tour of Atlanta. He's doing a food tour now. So that's hey. like his new thing. He's going to different cities doing, uh, you know, reviewing food over there. So he stopped in Atlanta. This was probably, according to a lot of people, his most requested stop on the whole tour. I ain't going to front. Atlanta was buzzing about Keith Lee. Like, all the shit yeah. that was going on, <laughs> Keith Lee definitely came up in conversation. Like, y'all, y'all heard Keith Lee out here. Oh, wow. I'm like, damn, this nigga really <laughs> came out here like the fucking... The president. Yeah. I, but, like Omar. That's some Omar shit. Nah, exactly. And that's exactly what it was. People was like, you know, people not even letting him in. Like, they, yeah. not, they, they not trying to see him. But the way he did it was very, very cool. Like, not cool, but like very um, thoughtful. And I, and I thought it was very interesting because what he would do, he would not go into the restaurant himself. He usually doesn't do that anyway, but he sent his his wife and his mother-in-law in there. So there's mm-hmm. two unsuspecting people. You don't see his wife very often. So if you didn't know, you wouldn't know it was her. Yeah. So I mean, I think I've seen I, It's funny. There's like a viral photo of them court size, but I don't know how she looks. So I get that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah, Keith Lee in town, man. He was in town reviewing all types of places. Uh, I believe somebody he said at one location... Someone who represented Candy Burris told him to go to uh what what's it called? The old wives, old ladies. Oh old lady gang. Old lady gang. O L G. O L G. He goes over there or not. I missed that review. I haven't seen it yet. Well he says, Well, you know, I don't have no food in my hands, so let me tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I saw another one where he was I forgot, I, I don't remember the restaurant, but he was somewhere and like they tried to give him like a preferential treatment. Yeah. He and then like he it. didn't want, he didn't like yeah. it, so he was outside arguing with the owner, like, nah, social media shit don't matter to me. Yeah. Like, but then the person who they were trying to have him skip the line in front of was like taping the whole thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's standing on business. She was, yeah, she was in the car, like, <laughs> he's standing on business. I was like, come on, man. Like, listen. Hey, man, shout out to Keith Lee standing on business, man. <laughs> and, he's, and he makes sure to say he does not want to be treated differently than anyone else. So he goes yeah. in there, they looked at the time that they, like, this is, and, and, and he had two similar incidents in atlanta with restaurants that did this they would say on doordash they're open they say they close at five they show up at four there's nobody in there or the door is locked or something that something's happening where they they're not taking anybody or seating anybody or they're only yeah. doing takeout and it's like he's having a real issue getting you know actually getting food there so there's two places in particular he was not able to get into it was old lady gang and uh real milk and honey i believe oh called. yeah i saw that one yeah, yeah and so he he talked about those he's, he's like you know please don't dox them please don't talk shit about them you know this is my experience there and it's really unlocked a big conversation in atlanta and a lot of like the unrestlessness and and you know anger that people have about yeah. the dining experience in atlanta is kind of coming to the forefront now no i mean it's it's not it's nothing new for atlanta yeah no. like if anyone if you've ever been to atlanta eating in atlanta they got some crazy ass rules for eating mm-hmm. there. the The service is is below par. 
I want I, just this be weekend. Real. Be real. I'm keeping it 100. I yeah. love Atlanta. I love eating there. This week, actually, I had some great food out there. I'm gonna drop some names in a second. But I went to some restaurants and the service was fucking terrible. Um, I'm not gonna drop a name of the spot I went to, but I went inside. And all the workers were sitting down at booths on their phones. Okay. <laughs> no, they weren't even talking to each other. They're all at separate booths, just on their phones the whole time. That's crazy. So then I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, all right, slow day at work. I get it. It's a random ass Tuesday. I come in and only one of them kind of like gets up and like takes my order. The rest of them just like, all right, I'm going to still be on my phone. Like, I'm like, y'all niggas not going to like even try to act like y'all behind the counter working. Like, yeah. so um, I order my food. I'm waiting for my food. I go sit down somewhere. Like before they bring my food, the dude comes over. Like, let me wipe your table down real quick. I'm like, he didn't yeah. wipe the table for you. Sat at it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, nigga, you should have wiped this table, nigga, an hour ago. This table should have been wiped before I got in here. It's crazy. Wipe my table down. I'm like, I don't even want to eat on this shit. Now you just sprayed the shit. Wipe my table down. Then put my food right there. It's like fumes coming up on my shit still. Yep, like fumes all in your shit, <laughs> bro. I I was just like, this is terrible, bro. But that's Atlanta. Yeah, that's how I expected. Damn near. Yeah. Um, food was crazy. It was all right. It was all right. That was actually like an all right experience. Um, but I did have some good food while I was out there, man. But, I, it's a, oh, go ahead. But like, what gets me with the Keith Lee thing, and it's like your your experience is not, it's not unique just to you. Like everyone yeah. out there goes through that. And what frustrated me about it is that like, yes, you're bringing awareness to it, but you're also talking about something that again is not unique to people that live out there. I feel like people in Atlanta want this to be brought to their attention. So I feel like the way that he's doing it, like, it's all positivity, but let me tell you how this place didn't give me no food. It's like, you're still going to get them doxxed. Yeah, still I mean, happen. but, that, uh, and it is what it is. I mean, him saying don't dox him is just a disclaimer. People going to react how they're supposed to. It's like, if he doesn't get bad reviews, then there's no reason for him to have his platform. Um, it, I think. And he does get bad reviews, but it's like, my thing is like, if you weren't going to review the place, like, I felt like he shouldn't have just, he shouldn't have posted it. Like if nah. he was scared about if he was scared about people doxing him. But it's like he's given his experience. Like at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. Like if someone gives a bad review, people are gonna pile on. Mm-hmm. That's just gonna happen anywhere and in your review, Cisco and Ebert, fucking mm-hmm. food, Jonathan Go, God rest his soul. Like that's yeah. just gonna happen. So it's like he gotta do his duty. Um, but he has to give that disclaimer, like don't dox him. Yeah. And that's just what it is. I think I get what you mean. Like it, it, it kind of comes off as like fake positive to yeah. a certain degree. Yeah. But I think he's just being a positive guy. Like this is a UFC fighter. He could actually get on some bullshit if he wanted to. <laughs> he could have knocked the nigga out that was kind of arguing him about yeah. giving him preferential treatment. So yeah. it's like I, I'm glad that he's coming at it from a real calm state because that's why I like to refer to it as rather than positive. He's mm-hmm. just coming at it in a calm way. Um, and I just, I don't know, I really appreciate him. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of his platform coming into this. Like, I just wasn't that aware. Like, I seen yeah. it and knew who he was. But now I'm tapped in. Like, I'm on, I'm following on TikTok. Like, yeah, I'm. He's, he's had several. <clears throat> and I did also appreciate that when he, that he noticed that they were going to give him a table over other people that probably had come there and got turned away, he left. He said, yeah. God bless you. I don't want to be here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate that. He's had a lot of different things going on on TikTok. People, I, I, he's had like TV shows that people have pitched to him and deals with like quit. Like there was one particular deal where he ate a specific sandwich from Quiznos that a girl, another creator had made mm. and Quiznos tried to put him as the face of it. And he said, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want the bag. Give her the bag. Yeah. And like, you know, she ended up getting that, you know, getting that collaboration. I think she got like a whole commercial and stuff out of it, I think. Mm. But mm. like that was one of the moments where I was like, okay, I really respect him. But it's like, I feel like with the Atlanta food tour, it's gonna. This is just the beginning. 
of a lot of stuff that's going to come up in terms of regional problems that come with dining, but also that come with business and, and in particular black businesses. And I think it's also started up another conversation about how black businesses treat you and how they treat other people and stuff like that. You see it on, I've seen it on TikTok all day where it's like, okay, let's really get down to brass tacks and talk about how black businesses don't exactly have the greatest customer service. And it's like one of those things, Josh, where it's like, Nobody really wants to talk about it, but but this whole thing has kind of brought it bubbling up to the surface. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's a thing. It's an issue, and it, it needs to be corrected. And mm-hmm. I think if Keith Lee is the one to correct it, then I'm all for it. Um, yeah, I, I've experienced just terrible kind of ideas. Like, I think one place he went to, and they're like, hey, you can't you can't place an order until your whole seat is yeah. seated. I've been there before, that, that place he mentioned. And it's like, what? Like, I can't. But I get it sometimes. I, I understand why the black businesses are like this sometimes like a lot of places you go to nowadays it's like um you can't pay with cards or like are you you can pay with a debit card but you can't pay with a credit, credit card, card because yeah. people be scamming yeah and they probably didn't got chargebacks and shit so a lot of these rules are because of things that black people put on upon themselves and it's not just black people it's, it's a lot of bad apples that people just pile up on and, and make it a thing but do you, do you think that's like a risk like a it's like a cycle yes yeah, absolutely like, a cycle yeah. but um but as a business of service, you have to come into it with an open mind of every customer is a new customer and you got to treat them with the utmost respect. That's just a part of owning a restaurant and having a business. And being real, they're always right. Like that. Yeah, no, literally, <laughs> customers are always right. So yeah. you got to go into every situation with the customers always right, even at the detriment of your business sometimes. Um, and that's what a lot of Atlanta businesses don't have in mind. And then, you know, I think a, a lot of people hit the nail on the head. A lot of Atlanta restaurants are like IG restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, they got the, the grass wall and the hookah. neon signs and the hookah and the lamb chops. And it's just like, it's hookah not at really, a restaurant is insane. <laughs> is it, I mean, they might need hookah with their eggs. It's not even insane. Cause that's the, that's, that's what it is. That's it's what lifestyle. you go to Atlanta, you go to Houston, you go to Dallas, um, you know, certain places in LA, New York, New York. that's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the vibe. Like that's, that's say less in New York is one of the more popular Chinese restaurants. You can open the back door. You you get the back room there. You can smoke. Wow. They, they playing little baby in the restaurant. Like it's <laughs> album release parties in there and shit. Like, but that's, mm-hmm. that's just the vibe. And that's what some people want. That's what a certain demographic wants. So that's, that becomes popular. And then you have five other restaurants trying to recreate that in their neighborhood. And then you have restaurants. I remember the the controversy about the the restaurant that wouldn't let people wear certain clothes in there. Oh, that was the brunch <laughs> spot. The brunch spot. I kind of got that. <laughs> I, I kind of got that was in Houston. He was like, he don't want people twerking and shit. Yeah, no white tees. <laughs> I kind of get that sometimes. I mean, I I'm not for the dress code. I think dress code as long as it's not nudity is like I don't want you a dress code in my place as long as you're yeah. not coming in naked or dirty. It's fine. Yeah. But I do understand the rules of dancing on tables and shit. But then also, it's like, nigga, don't be playing little baby while I'm eating my eggs. <laughs> like, don't be serving uh, mimosa Hennessy <laughs> pictures. He fed it, up with the pizza, the peach cobbler French toast. I just think it's just a certain, you know, a certain restaurants have a certain type of of menu and vibe and then when they attract those people that want that they'd be like oh don't do that and it's like <laughs> no nah, you don't be serving that type of shit bro when did grass wall become the the it's the, crazy the necessity for a restaurant bro it's literally crazy because that shit looks stupid like, every time grass wall pink lettering bro is everywhere it's people that have the grass wall pink lettering in their house my thing is if a restaurant serves parsley on anything i, I, don't, I really don't go a lot of parsley sprinkling i seen some shit the other day nigga have parsley on everything the whole 
the whole plate had all parsley on. I was like, this should look the crazy. The thing about it is like, is like car- parsley as a garnish is good for coloring. It's not for taste. No, it's that's the- what I'm saying. And like, nigga, real places ain't putting parsley on everything. Not on anything. They put parsley on the waffles, nigga. Like, shit crazy, <laughs> get man. Get out of here. Whether you're just discovering your voice or taking your show to the next level, you know what the world needs to hear. All you have to do is say it. With Spotify, set up your podcast, your food podcast, your mindfulness podcast, your never thought you'd get this far podcast, and watch those sparks fly. Drop the episode anywhere people listen and find out who they're cooking with where they're finding inner balance and why they love your show. (laughs) You're already a creator. Now you can create, connect, and get paid for your passion with one single free tool. Spotify for podcasters. Talk where the world listens. I think I could truly understand from a resident of Atlanta trying to protect all of that. There was another one of those viral internet tiktokers that was out in west palm i can't remember if it was like chow time or something like that and he was doing the spots around west palm and people were like oh shit he's shitting on everything out here in west palm even though some of the spots that he got told to go to were pretty wild i don't know why he got recommended a lot of those but i can understand from a residential spot like would there be any places like in la that would piss you off if some if some uh viral yeah. tiktoker went in there and was like chicken ass oh, they didn't always- grind it for two days it's always in and out. I feel like that's the one thing oh, people would defend yeah. out here more than anything. Yeah, there's always. I mean, I, I feel like out of town is always like, oh, and then I was trash, Shake, Shake Shack, and Five Guys, or not, or Whataburger. It's always an in and out discussion. Yeah. I was going to say on the yeah. flip side of it, um, this is guy, it's funny. My, my homie's always sent to the group chat. LA Try Guy, have you seen him? No. Oh, you guys should follow him on Instagram. He had he had saw the LA spots. Okay. Black dude, super corny. He might be a part of a frat. Um, <laughs> He goes to all the L.A. spots, though, and he be blowing them up. Like, fuck. Like, he went to um, uh, Hungry Joe's, which is like a Jamaican spot. Yeah. He went with Paul Pierce. Like, because he's gotten popular. He's on the news now and yeah. shit. But, bro, Hungry Joe's might be one of the best Jamaican spots in L.A. Where's it at? It's in uh, it's on, in Inglewood off of La Brea. I got to go. Like, right before Cincinnati. I love Jamaican out here. All right. Yeah, right before Cincinnati. Okay. Really good Jamaican. Honestly, I, w- I wish it wasn't so far. I would go a lot often. Um and I, I used to hate on it, but I had to turn the corner. It's, it's good. Um, but <laughs> why he were you went, hating on it? Why are you hating on it? Because I just have my. I like Little Kingston. Okay, I like Little Kingston. I've always went there. I like the. They have short rib on Fridays. I love it. Yeah. But Hungry Joe's gives you a lot of food, a lot of oxtail. It gives you a bang for your book on oxtail. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, I, I had to turn the corner on that. I hate to admit it, but Hungry but Joe's it's got for like forty five dollars though. Nah, it's probably like thirty. <laughs> but it, it's cool. It's good. It's ten good. down. Ten down. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah, L.A. Try guy be hitting all the spots, like all oh, he be hitting them all, and it's like fuck, you burned it, like <laughs> he, like no, it's this place, it's tamale, the tamale guy. This used to be a low key little tamale spot. Tamales always get like in the winter, fall, like that's my fall winter meal. He went okay. and it was lines around the block for, at this place, probably still to this day. Just and it's great for the business, but it's terrible for the consumer who wants to go and just get a quick meal. Yeah, so um. I, I see the flip side of it. I hate when these guys come and kind of burn up the spots. Like, I was mad when Insecure had Worldwide Taco in there. You already got to wait three hours. <laughs> he did bring it Now, with Insecure, it's a six-hour wait. You damn near got to order at three o'clock and eat that for dinner. Like hey, he, pulled up to, uh, he pulled up to Fort to win. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's, hit, he's hitting all the spots now. Yeah. Like, anything that's been known. And, and, but 
he it's the flip side of it. I've seen him do like a couple bad reviews, but it's like nigga, of course. He went to like La Pizza Loco. Yeah. Which used to like I used to eat that when I was like in elementary school. They <laughs> they used to have this big pizza called the Gigante. Yeah. It was like the biggest pizza ever. And like you would get that as like your class pizza. Like they would oh, bring wow. this long <laughs> ass pizza. They say, All right, niggas. Shit was cardboard. <laughs> It used to be, I ain't gonna front. It was, it was better back in the day. But, but I mean, when you were a kid, you don't, you don't. Yeah, really know but difference. now it's like he went there and I'm like, yeah, of course it's gonna be bad, nigga. And he, he goes to, I will say about LA Tri guy, he's a black guy. He goes to spots in the hood. Yeah, he does. He'd be, he'd be in a couple the trenches. Scrolls. Yeah. I was like, hey, man. <laughs> just, just off a couple scrolls. Gotta, I'm like, bro, this nigga really be. I hope you got a CCW, brother, because <laughs> it can get crazy. No, I, and, and again, I, I think that. I wouldn't necessarily say that people like. Did you see that people in Atlanta were like defending or trying to protect these? these no, I didn't I, see anybody trying I to go protect for, I, these shits. So when I was out, out in Atlanta talking to people on the ground, it was like, "Good, he going here exposing exactly. these motherfuckers." Cause, exactly, because they they uh, they fed up with it and they feel like you know this shit is is getting out of hand. Atlanta has run into, and this is not talked about enough. They run into so many people that are transplants from other places there. Well. It's crazy that you said that because that was a lot of people's response. I'm like, y'all got niggas from out of town kicking for y'all? They was like, yeah, it's all these transplants yeah. opening businesses out here. Yeah. I thought that was the Atlanta shit, but I guess nah. that makes sense. A lot of them aren't from there or aren't based out there. Yeah. Might be bankrolled by people that are from there, but the cooks are largely from other places. And I think what's different about that from LA is that Atlanta is just such a smaller place. It's, mm. So it's ripe for people getting taken advantage of. I will say, when I went to Big Dave's Cheesesteak, I was like, oh shit, Big Dave is from Philly, for real. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He got, he got like a couple locations out there yeah. now. So yeah, that makes sense. They're, they're going through like some type of like, I don't even want to say it's like gentrification. It's almost like reverse gentrification, where it's like things that, well, it's not even reverse gentrification. It's like some type of weird upscaling of Atlanta where like, as, as everything grows up, there's people that see so much opportunity in what they, what you know, what they're doing out there and they want to be a part of it. Yeah. And I think that you know, I didn't see anyone defending it. You know what I mean? I, I saw no one defending OLG or it, Milk and Honey. I saw people saying, you need to go here next <laughs> and expose them <laughs> because they did this shit to me once. Like, I see more people saying that they should, he should have gone there. But it's like, I, I feel like all places are are staunchly protective of their own things regionally, stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I feel like mm-hmm. out here, again, like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I love every type of food out here. You know what I mean? Every every Almost everywhere I go. I said, I said it earlier, like, I went to Marisco's uh, Corona. Oh yeah, on that's my Friday, spot. like that shit, ten out of ten. But there's people who I'll look and say they'll say, "Oh, Mexican food is better in Chicago," and I'm like, "I can't believe it. I heard that before." Chicago think they got the best everything, so I, yeah. I really can't take it serious. They I'm got like, some good what? food, in Chicago, they but do. they ain't they got do. the best Mexican food. I tell you that much. Non-existent over you know, there. You know what spot? None of this would have happened. Busy bees, guaranteed. Oh, who knows? I don't know. He it's, might go to Busy Bees and have a terrible meal. It's it's but Busy Bees is born and raised in the city. Like that is a meal or that is a restaurant that is from the city. These other places, they just come in post COVID too. You got to think of that too. Like a lot of restaurants popped up. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on in Atlanta. I, I think that there needs to be like a, not an expose, but a deeper like research on that. And I think he really kind of awakened that. So like I, I shout out to, to Keith Lee for that. Like I, yeah. I, I think that it's definitely one of the more interesting conversations that's come out of, you know, everything, uh, in the in the past couple of months, in terms of what's going on in Atlanta, I've heard more about rent prices in the last couple of months than the actual food stuff over there. Yeah. So you see that over there, and um, I, I I've been glued in, I've been tapped in. It's been the most interesting thing to me on yeah. TikTok all week. No, I've I've I actually follow Keith Lee on Instagram after this, and I'm I, has he done LA yet? No, but he lives in Vegas. He's been out here before. These had people 
send him stuff from LA. So I'm actually interested in when he pops. I wonder up. if he'll be at ComplexCon. Right. Come try these tacos, man. <laughs> should, I hit him up. Hit DM him. I might. Uh, every video I've seen, I've been DMing you all all year. <laughs> I just want you to come and try my food. I'm good. I ain't about to beg in the DM. <laughs> but if you are looking for a good meal in Atlanta, um, check out Pot O Wings. Pot O Wings. P O T O Wings. <laughs> um, man. <laughs> It's not even a restaurant. It's a ghost kitchen in the back of a CVS. Oh, what? Bro, these might be the best wings I've ever had in my life. But they're, they're serving it next it, to the cheesesteaks. It better. It, it it came from behind a CVS, a pharmacy. Shout out to Reese Flair. He put me on. <laughs> Shout out, um, <laughs> God damn, these wings is bomb. And, I, and everyone who tried them thought the same. Um, Did they give them to you in a pot? No, it was in a box. Okay. But, um, man, they had the sweet heat flavor. They had... Hot honey lemon pepper. Let, let me just be clear. This whole conversation is making me hungry. Oh my god! I like yes. I, hot honey lemon pepper wings. I was like, what the fuck? Bomb. Um. So yeah, I, I'm supporting that 100. percent There's another. There's like a Thai spot I went to out there called Osha. Osha. I had not, that. not like not like O H S A. Not like uh. No, that's how they spelled it though. O H S A. Wait. That's like the workplace violation. I know, but like what? That's how they spelled it. Um, it was bomb. I had some fucking fried fish. That was bomb. I had a lot of fish while I was in Atlanta. I went to some Jamaican spot called Perfect Seasoning. Here's my thing about really the fish. Good. Here's about the thing about the fish out there. They ain't surrounded by no water out there, bro. I mean, that, people say that all the time, but it's like, nigga, what place is going to fishing and then bringing it back to the <laughs> restaurant? Like what? Like. I hear that all the time. Like, what are y'all talking about? Get, I just want to know where they're importing it from. They could be yeah, importing it from Chesapeake Bay. They could yeah, get it from Virginia. That's fine. They could get just, it from somewhere. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's, it's just, like they're fishing. You mean like, <laughs> like, nigga, what? You think the fish you eat is from California in California? Yes, no, they no, should maybe. be. It ain't. They should be, bro. I'm just saying. It ain't, bro. Anyway, off Atlanta into uh, NBA. Uh, well, it's back. Yeah. What Mark calls the alpha sport, back in full swing. I don't swing. know about that, but start. <laughs> good sport. Good sport. Yeah. What? Good what sport? A... Do you hear, Josh? I'm just saying. We, ain't, you know, NFL is on still. So Lakers already pissing me off. I watched one half of a game and said, "Yep, I'll be back in April." <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> early. Was it? Uh, what was it? The la- last night's game. I said, "Yep, I'll be back in April." Oh, the Kings. <laughs> And I say, yeah, what's what is this? I, I say, yeah, this, this is some bad ball. And I say, y'all get it together after the All Star break when LeBron fire a couple of niggas. He just trying to test it out right now. You got you got full new beginnings, man. In season tournament starts this month. Every Tuesday and Friday, games that go towards the season tournament or the the new uh, NBA Cup that's out in Las Vegas in December. Uh-huh. Big month, big month for the NBA to try new things. That's why I know the NBA trash because they doing just anything. Like this cup shit still don't make no sense. Sound like some video game. It really don't make no sense to me. I think it's cool if you can want to call it that, but it's like what? I think it's good in terms of their TV deal that's up in like a year that they're trying to renew. They're Mm -hmm. trying to add more content to the to the slate. I've been seeing, I've been reading stuff about uh, rights deals coming up next year for for NBA being the biggest one in 2024. So they're introducing this tournament. Uh, they're hoping to get eyes away from NFL, I, I, which is which is dangerous because this is like it's not December's happen, peak season. Well, this is my thing with the peak. NFL. Every game matters with no in-season cup. Yeah, like even the bad games matter. Like and even and they're better. Like that's the thing. The NFL just has better competition, better yeah. games. Like you'd be watching fucking. 
Carolina and the Atlanta Falcons, and you're like, oh, this is a good ass game. Like, and they're terrible teams, but it's a good game. But and you don't think this is a step to having games, as Mark said, every Tuesday, Friday, games that do matter? I mean, I think no, not necessarily. I don't think anyone really is like pressed on the end season cup. Mm. Honestly, not it's, gonna t- it's gonna take a while to build that yeah. to build that interest. I think from a player perspective and from a viewer's perspective of actually caring, and maybe if somebody's team actually won the cup, it'd be a little bit more uh, incentive to be like, "Wow, okay, we actually won something." There's a new uh, there's a new history being made here. Mm. But it's gonna be at least a decade for people to be like, "Is this gonna work?" Because they've already they've already rolled back those all star changes and said, "Yeah, let's just go back to let's exactly. just go back to normal and do." The and that's why stuff. I think this shit won't last, like this in season cup, because it's like at the end of at the end of the season, when you have the world champions, you're gonna be like, "What does this in season cup matter?" Yeah, like, huh? Like y'all won the y'all won the the mid season so finals. You're, so you're saying it needs more stakes? It needs, it needs more stakes. I just think they just it was the idea that they kind of tried to come up with, and I just think it ain't really sticking to me personally. I would rather you place more importance on the summer league and make mm-hmm. that like a, a league a before. Yeah, yeah, if there's a summer league mm-hmm. cup and you have veterans playing there, mm-hmm. like that would make more sense. But in season is just like all right, but I. I I guess like, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to do that when you have an 82 game schedule. That's the one thing that I not necessarily have a, a little envy about about the NFL. But when you have an 18 game schedule with one game a week, everything is do or die. No matter what happens, you yeah. can't really do that with an 82 game schedule. There's three or four games a week for some teams. Yeah. It's a little bit difficult. Back to backs and all of that. Obviously, you can't do back to backs or anything of that nature in the NFL because you know just the I, just the I tenure just, of of that. But. I just think from a TV perspective, it is dangerous to them for them to be trying to do this in December when I mean, and you know, Josh says every game matters, but I think like and I mean, peak viewership, it goes up every week. But it's like this is the time in the NFL when it's kind of like it's almost playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, this it's is December. where it really like, is getting crunch yeah, time. It, it's, it's crunch time, so to speak. So like those Christmas games for an NBA are always great. You know what I'm saying? You're adding mm-hmm. another thing to the slate where people got to like kind of be tuned in to something else like. Everything right now is a battle for your eyeballs. And and I think in the NBA introducing this at a time when it has never been more dire that a lot of places are trying to do that, other than them trying to get a new rights deal, is very it's gonna be very dangerous. I'm I'm interested in seeing and do you know do you know where this is airing at yet, Mark, or is it TNT? Uh for uh, a lot of it has been TNT related. I don't know if it's specifically fully on Turner. I might have to double check. I don't know if ESPN is getting a little piece of this, but a lot of what I have seen has been mainly. I think Turner. ESPN is getting some of it because they announced it on ESPN. Okay. So that would make the most sense. Because Turner, Zazla, while he's talking about, hey, we might not even have NBA. I'm like, nigga, there will be yeah. no more TNT or TBS. If that I've been hearing that NBA might go to. Uh, Amazon, Amazon. it's like an Amazon yeah. deal. Pin, and really, yeah. yeah. I mean, big, big rumblings is that they'll go streaming, and that like, and the Amazon also, uh, they're you know they're looking at WWE. You know, Apple's looking at WWE. Like a lot of places are looking to grab like a huge sports package and bring that over for the 2024, 2028. So like, yeah, HBO has some some games this season too. Yeah, that's so. been weird. Yep. Going on Max and seeing that, yeah. yeah. Max I actually tried the Max. I actually tried the Max feed for those games that were on Tuesday and Thursday. Mm. Not that bad. If I didn't have cable, I'd actually be really interested in doing that because at least that just gets me a direct, a quick too. It was there was no lag, nothing crazy like that. A nice NBA feed. Uh, but obviously, I have cable. I'm not getting rid of cable, so I don't know if it's wise to just tack on ten dollars a month just to be able to pull it up on HBO Max. But if I didn't have cable, I think it would be a little bit worth it. I'm bringing cable back, yo. I'm tired. They yeah. got me. I'm got, good on cable. I don't watch anything live. I only I only watch two things live a week. Three things live a week, and that's just wrestling. That's it. 
Yeah, I mean, I watch sports live, but now like I have Hulu live, so like I I can catch it there. Do you like Hulu live? Yeah, I enjoy it. I might. It's funny. I've been thinking about um YouTube live it's though expensive. because they have Red Zone. Oh, but that that's an add on to the eighty dollars that they're already charging you. Damn. So I'll you'll be you'll end up paying like one twenty five at that point. Hey man, shout to Stream East. <laughs> Never let me down. Love you. There you go. Real quick before we get to kind of the main event topic, you see this Corday and Naomi Osaka shit. I heard about it, man. Sad. That's real sad, man. Sad. Where's Coco Guff at? Man, black love is is done, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's leaving each other. You know, people said that we didn't go hard enough on Jada Pinkett. Oh, that's crazy. I was, what? I was like, how much harder did you want more? us to, want us to, to go hard on? My yeah, wife, being one of them, was like, yo, y'all, y'all could have went in. I was like, I didn't really have much to go in because I think that, like Josh said, we just feel sorry for her. Like, I like, mean, I, you know, it's a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome with Will. And, yeah. you know, as long as he's riding with it, it's like, what can you say? Yeah, like they're going to end up back to It's like you can't really get too deep in someone else's relationship if they unless they go back. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. what it is. This just is what it is. But... The Corday and Naomi Osaka thing. I don't know if you saw the post or whatever she said, alluding to there being some, you know, trouble in paradise or it might be over. I wonder how the the who who paying the child support? Well, that that was my next thing. It's like, nigga, y'all got a baby together, so yeah. all that posting and deleting and all that and all like, I don't know what what did she say? Hold on, let me find the comments, man. Uh, any comment. It's like y'all got a baby together, so you should. I don't even remember that. them having a child. Wow, that's news to me. Wait, yeah, what? She's pregnant. That's why she stopped. I don't. I didn't. Re- I didn't remember. Was oh, she pregnant right now? Or you mean she's no? Just, she just already just had last, it last year. Last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, a cryptic year. post. She she shared it to Twitter too. She said, I just want someone that will watch the sunset with me. Uh, and then she said on October twenty seventh, the art of loving yourself. Corday not trying to watch the sunset. That sounds like right up his back. That sounds like that's what, what I'm saying. Like, that sounds okay. like right up his alley. He will watch like, the sunset. I'm like I know you ain't out here. In the, in the game that's what i'm saying he ain't even i can't even see him in the club i know you ain't out here and enjoying the fruits of the game right now bro come on look at me look he at probably me. just don't want to watch the sunset he probably want to play video games or something and in that case just have a sunset day hey, like man. like in your relationship just have a day where we just look at the sunset i just i don't know i shout out to corday man relationships are compromises and we just we're just spitballing here you know what i'm saying it might be but, you know it might have been just like a little rough patch Hey baby, don't don't that. be out there in the game, bro. Don't be out there trying to play the game. Ain't nothing out there. Go for DDG too. <laughs> yeah, don't be out there trying to play the game. Ain't nothing in these streets, man. Y'all got it, man. Y'all got it locked down Y'all, right now, bro. <laughs> Y'all got it. Don't fuck it up. Don't be out there in the game. <laughs> fuck the green hair and the pea suit. Hey man, I'm telling you something for real. I'm not in the game, but DDG Corday, stay out the game. Hold it down. Turn the PS5 on. That's the real game. Turn it off. Play. Well, no, he can Girl, turn rub her feet, man. Yeah. She just played a whole three sets. Yeah. <laughs> she needs some TLC. Turn it on after, just so that she know where you at. Hey, man. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. She didn't play three sets. DDG, hold her coat while she walked down the red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Man, she, y'all she, need to hold it down. Y'all got some multi-millionaires in y'all life right now, she man. Got, she doing press for Little Mermaid. You know she going to be the face of Little Mermaid for the rest of her life. Yeah, man. Hold it down. What the she, fuck? And she about to be in um, Color Purple, too? Somebody told me that shit was trash. I mean, it looks trash. But, yeah, but, but hey, hold it down. Color Purple. Still, exactly. In theaters, Christmas Day. Hold it the fuck down. Stay out the game, man. Stay out the fucking game. You just released a new episode on Spotify. But don't just release episodes. 
Stand out on the world's most popular listening platform, wherever your show is hosted, with Spotify for podcasters. So don't just publish a podcast. Guide listeners to recommended content, featured episodes, and more. Don't just talk to your listeners. Use Q&As and polls to engage fans where they already are. Don't just check your stats. Find out where on Spotify you're being discovered and more. Tap a global audience of over 500 million. Then turn those listeners into fans with Spotify for podcasters. Speaking of games being played, Kaisenot. The hand yeah. rub is killing me. I can't, I can't even wait for the hand rub. He playing games, man. Kaisenot was announced. It was announced maybe a week and a half ago. I didn't think it was serious, but had a trailer for a jail thing. I'm guessing the offset part must have been filmed when they was all hanging out and shit. They was all in there. Krishan was in there. Drewski, all of them. Big budget. Looks like a big budget behind it. So yeah. he started a seven days in stream where he will be streaming from jail for seven days with special guests and real shit happening. Uh, the actual title of the stream is 24-7, seven days in. Uh, don't drop the snow, the soap, no snitching. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the Kaisenot, man. I ain't even... It's funny. I said something on Twitter about this. Like, I was just like, um, I'm praying for hip hop. Um, the streamers are cosplaying prison. Mm-hmm. And, and you got attacked. I got attacked, man. Jason Jeter attacked me. <laughs> Wait, why? He was like, what part of that is hip hop? It's so funny because I just went to a store earlier today. Motherfucker was closed. Sean Bosch of Capital in Atlanta. <laughs> Keith Lee? <laughs> Keith Lee? Right? I, I tweeted him that, too. I was like, I just was at your store earlier. Y'all was closed. He didn't respond. <laughs> but, um, but my thing with that, yeah. and, and this is someone who watches Twitch quite regularly, just for work and just, just in general while, I, while I'm working, I, mm. that nigga don't play games. That's my, I've never heard of him being a, a gamer. And I if mean, he does play games. It's usually those meme games. I don't know if you've ever heard, seen the game where, where the guys are like they're running up like this invisible tower, and if they fall, they they fail the game. That's the only like games that he plays. Oh, that shit, way up or whatever. Yeah, it's way up. Yeah, it's called way up. That's the only thing I've seen him play for an elongated time uh, period of time. He didn't like two K. I think I think that was one that he played one day and then he th- he tossed it. And the last game he played was Spider Man Two, which came out like two weeks ago. So like he don't yeah. play games. He's not a he's like if you look at his most recent, it's all just chatting because all he does is chat. Yeah, I mean he's just like the album review guy, and then he brings people on. They talk yeah. about rap. He interviews. It was all that's hip hop. And I think I don't know. A lot of people's response to my tweet was that's not hip hop, and it's from both sides. Like the streamers was like he ain't hip hop. What do you got to do to hip hop? And then the hip hop people was like that ain't hip hop. It ain't got nothing to do with hip hop. And I'm just like what he's talking about rap. Like but people have this thing where like. Rap and hip hop are two separate th- things. I'm just like, bro. Same shit. You niggas, man, go put your koofy on and do some backspins. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just for, for my 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 issue with this whole thing is that first and foremost, I got to say, Kai Sinat is a part of hip hop and rap culture. Yes, I agree. From the way he talks to the way he walks to the people he interviews, he was literally just talking about Twitch, not kind of platforming him and putting him on the front page because of his content because he talked about rap because of the way he looked that is hip-hop that That is rap that was he was crying exactly about it second part cosplaying jail is the most asinine idiotic thing someone could ever do as a black man in america Mm -hmm. it's literally like he literally his next thing needs to be cosplaying slavery 
That's not. I mean, we're not far from that. We're not far. From we're not. Yeah, far would that be too far down the line? No, <laughs> I don't it think could it be next I mean, week. It could be next week. Drewski would think of some new, some funny shit to say about it. Like my thing is, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, we laugh at Drewski this, and you laugh at this skit." And it's like, yeah, I laugh at skits. I've laughed at movies. I'm not recreating, reenacting being in prison. That's just corny. That shit ain't funny. It's nothing cool about it they just brought in some kids and did like some fake scared straight thing i'm like what is your angle here i'm yeah. trying to figure out your angle like it was, i saw a clip where he was like hey no some real shit you cursing at him it's like yeah he's cursing at the fucking comedian ben the don and yeah. fucking drewski who are yeah. are talking about oh yeah i've done 48 hours in jail like yeah they laughing and cursing at y'all dumbasses like i just i'm so over like the culture of hip-hop and like i I guess I'm that old man on the porch. Like this shit's over I, with. I don't man. even think it's old man on the porch. I think it's it's like there's certain things that are old men on the porch where it's like I don't get the skinny jeans. That's not destructive at all. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen anything in our life in hip hop within hip hop or hip hop adjacent, whatever you want to fucking call it, where they're cosplaying jail. I've seen someone say, "Well, they used to make they make music videos in jail." I'm like, that ain't the you're not getting the consumption aspect of what this is like. He is making it like it's one long seven days SNL skit with special guests. You're not getting a special guest in prison. The first day he he did the stream, I was watching it. A couple people in our chat were watching it too. It was just like he was running around saying, ain't, ain't this shit like scared straight, y'all? Ain't this shit like 60 days in? I'm like, no, it's not like 60 days in. Like, is this it, Wait, so I'm trying to figure out. 60 days in is real criminals going in for 60 days. 60 days in, it's another show I watch, is, is former criminals at times and sometimes fans that go into real prisons for 60 days to figure out what they can do to fix the prison. Like, that's the reality show aspect. Oh, uh, I don't watch that. I thought 60 Days In was like real criminals going in. No, like no, a 60 no. 60-day bid. You no, know, no, no, you no, got no. the little scared bitch, you going. But, it, but, I mean, I, that show, I'll like, be fucking them up because they don't have good cover stories. They, they, they don't even give them good cover stories to be in there. So they ask them, where your paper's at? And the people are like, I don't know. Like, it's real. Like, those people really be pressing uh, My them. thing is, too, it's like, that's a stupid show. <laughs> like, I would keep it real with you. Just because you got another dumb show, I mean, you got to come up with another dumb idea on top yeah. of it. Like, that's an idiotic show. I think it's just like there is no, there's like a cognitive dissonance between what he thinks is cool because of it's what he thinks, whatever his handlers think is cool or okay with. Honestly, should have said no to this. Or what his commenters say, which is kind of like these are the people he talks to every single day. Thousands and thousands and thousands of kids. But that's the key point here is that it's kids watching this. There's no jail is bad or wrong it's literally like literally just them walking around in jumpsuits on a closed set doing not, fake jail not shit. taking showers yeah not taking showers. like drewski comes in there's like a fake riot and i was like what is this like it's not even funny i don't know man i just i'm old man I'm, it's I'm not old, old. it's man. not old. you know you know why you're not old you know why it's not about an old thing because i gotta come in this artist for doing this i gotta come in offset for not showing up for saying fuck yeah. this i'm not doing it yeah, I mean, and who knows what his reasons were? Um, Probably because he reviewed his album and said it was it was boring or disappointing or some shit. Yeah, which ain't a good reason. You should have been in the trailer. Offset, you've been in jail. You've been yeah. in prison for yeah. some of the best times of your group's lives. Yeah, so you should have already been like, I don't play with that. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's just like people are doing anything for attention these days, and I just like I'm shocked. No one said anything about this. Like I, I'm honestly. I mean, very shocked there has not been there's a thousand think pieces and and i hate to kind of get back on this topic from two weeks ago there's a thousand think pieces and and podcasts and stuff about drake talking about esmeralda spaulding 
Yeah. There's zero about what this kid's doing. You know what That's I'm actually a great point. Like Everybody's like Drake said, misogynist, incel, all this all shit. It, all it is. This is incel shit. This is it. This is how it starts. <laughs> this is the beginning of it. That's, this is like like it's it it's it's not funny. Like I, I don't I didn't think it was funny when Haha Davis did it. I didn't think it was funny when Lou Ratchet, another internet comedian, does yeah. the, the jail shit. Like the jail shit is just not especially when you think about the improportionality of like black and brown people in there. You got it. Just looks dumb. It's stupid as fuck, yeah. man. Like that's that's it's not real. Like and and again, I fuck with Kai on the sense that like he is a voice for the youth. I think that he should be using that voice in a better way. And and far be it from us to be trying to get on the moral soapbox, but just right is right here. Like is this is not this is not cool at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I'm really yeah. You, to your point, I'm like, what are your people around you thinking? Like, but then again, I'm like, who are the people around you? Who's your manager? Who's your publicist? Like. Are they really... Um, are they white? Yeah. Are they white? And it, it sucks that it comes down to that. But I think, you know, sometimes they say, hey, like, you, I'm starting to believe the conspiracies. What's that? There's an agenda of, against the black man, and they're trying to keep the black race down, and that's why they, you know, have these things on TV and in media. And, like, I'm starting to believe it. I'm absolutely starting to believe it. Like, I'm starting to believe that is an active agenda around keeping black folks stupid. Because I just... And they have these agents such as Kai Sinat. <laughs> it sounds crazy until shit like this happens and yeah. they're, they're fucking cosplaying jail. Because my thing is like, it ain't just, he's just having fun. I saw somebody say like, I saw somebody say to you, he's just having fun. Hey man. Jail ain't fun. Have like fun. seven days, I don't want to spend seven days in no fucking cell and no jumpsuit. They got streaming equipment in the cells. It's just like, like that's not fun. I mean, you know, especially someone who's been in trouble with the law recently. You know, you had the riot situation. You had the situation with his friend and the girl and yeah. the, the rape accusations. That was weird. And it's just like, man, like you would think you just wouldn't play with that. I mean, I just like, and that's my thing. I, I don't like Carson. He's from the Bronx. I believe so. Yeah. He had to grow up with some type of privilege. Because real niggas who go through shit throughout life and, and have this 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 fear of jail, a real fear of jail and a real fear of losing their life in, in jail, mm-hmm. they don't play with that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, I've seen Wallow in the comments like, oh, this is funny. And I'm just like, come on, man. You did 20 years. You think this is funny? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just don't get it. And I guess I'm the old man on, the, on my, the porch, but I, I, I'm, I, I don't can't understand say that, I can't say it's old because, again, what people were mad about hip-hop about in the early 2000s was soldier boy dancing stuff like that that ended up being more beneficial to hip-hop than detrimental to hip-hop right mm-hmm. with this you have something that is openly like there there is let's be clear he lives in atlanta right there is one of the biggest hip-hop artists in the game right now is on trial and their jury they're picking his jury out on wednesday for this trial that's real jail time that's real shit. You think he's laughing at this? Yeah. That's I his life. Get it. I, I really don't <laughs> get it, but I, overwhelmingly, my Twitter mentions are saying that I am out of touch. So I must be out of touch. What is there being... I, I just... I saw... I, I looked at your comments, and I seen a lot of, like... There were some, like, trolly type shits. But, but, no, cause I mean, because that's, like, that's what these kids do. This is this is trolling. Yeah. That's what Kai Sinai's doing. Yeah. It's trolling. So it's like, that's what these kids do. That's Even what these the kids way he's talking is almost like a caricature of what people... Have yeah. you seen any other MC? Like, it, the way he's talking in there, like, like he is on the yard, like he, like he is in jail. I haven't seen them eat yet. I don't know what they're eating. I'm pretty sure he'll probably duck Man. off off camera and they probably will feed him real food. I can't wait to see these niggas really go to jail. <laughs> I'm just keep it all the way real. I can't wait until you niggas really 
go to jail. Everyone involved, uh, even the background extras. Because then crazy. you're gonna look up and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck was I doing?" And that's just going. And I and I won't be there to say I told you so because I won't know because I yeah. don't give a fuck. But <laughs> you will look back at this moment and say, "Damn, I'm an idiot." Yeah. What do you say, MC? Were there any comments out of all of the youth that was trying to pile drive that actually did bother you? I, obviously, I wouldn't think anyone think that would be like, "Oh, uh, 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 uh L Twitter account." Uh, Kai is 10 million. I don't think those type of things bother you. But for the people that would like actively try and illustrate that, yeah, I can distinct this from a TV show. I can distinct this from X, Y, and Z. I don't think there's going to be something that pinprinted in my mind that, you know, jail is cool, jail is funny. Did those type of things bother you? Nah, I mean, it was just a lot of just like, I'm wrong. And I'm like, okay. I mean, there's a few people that agreed with me. But there was no one telling you why you were wrong, though, Josh. That's a lot of people were just thing. saying a lot of the, a lot of people just kept saying that streamers aren't hip hop. And I'm just like, I didn't understand that. Well, that's not that's not true at all. Well, you know, that's what they think. So that's why I'm like, hey, I, I guess I don't get it, man. <laughs> I get like I'm that's just so far beyond my mind, the streaming and, and talking hip hop, but then not being hip hop. I, I, I can't put that together. We don't have Rap City anymore. Kai Sanai is the closest thing to what you have there because you're talking about, you're reacting to things that happen in hip hop. Academics on Rumble or whatever. That's yeah. That's another example of commentary on hip hop. Twitch yeah. has opened up that. I mean, J- Josh, you know, you've done sh- streaming shows on Amazon, on, on Twitch. You know what I mean? Like that it is no, it's, a part of hip hop. It like, definitely is. But I think this generation um, is so fucking lost. They're desensitized. So, the, nah, it's it's so lost. Yeah. They don't even understand that like the way they dress, the way they talk, the way they walk, everything that they do is hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. That they just think that's just just like the the music coming out the speakers. They don't even get it. They don't, they probably don't even think fucking Yeet is hip hop. Wow, straight up. Mm. Like they probably at that point they're like, that's not hip hop. That's whatever Yeet's call this shit, hyper pump or hyper <laughs> hyper punk. <laughs> How did it get so diluted is my question is where it's like the message is so fucked up where it's like the first thing that we would have did is say that this was whack. That's not what I saw when I saw that trailer. That's not what I saw when I saw day one. I saw in chat and Kai's chat moves so fucking fast. I don't even know how. Oh, he gets to see the subscriber only chats and shit. But um, I don't even I, I saw very few people saying that it was whack in his own chats. I see, I've seen some people pushing back on it as it's gone on. Yeah. I, the one, I think we're at day four now of the whole thing. I think some people are being like, yo, this is, this is actually not really that funny. Like some young people are actually pushing back on it. And, yeah. and I, and I think, and there, there's some merit to people saying, let me see how this plays out. But then when you see how it plays out, it's like, this was nothing like what we thought it was going to be. This is actually kind of, kind of corny, you know, besides the problematicness. And someone was like, well, what did you think it was going to be? Like what? 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 What did y'all think this? This, this was or something like he? He told you what it was gonna be. I'm like, yeah, he told you. He told us what it was gonna be, and it's whack. Like the views on it. I don't know if you've seen it. They started at 250k. They're down to like 70 now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, people are bored. I mean, yeah, it's, it's boring content. Jail's not. It's not fun. In no way <laughs> tight, fun, or enthralling. So it's tanking but, his views. It's tanking to me is his credibility. I, I just don't see how. But again, there's gonna be people chasing behind him to do content with them. They're still going to fuck with them. I, I saw NLE Chopper, who's missing. He was in jail the whole time. He was with Kai. He was in jail. 
It was a kind jail the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, oh my I, God. I, I, just don't, I just don't see this being Soldier Boy versus Ice-T. Soldier Boy versus Ice-T, even when we were like 17, 18 years old, I felt like we saw Ice-T's perspective and we're like, yeah, it's not necessarily you don't really get it. And we kind of like sided with Soldier in that end just because, you that's know, probably why, I feel like Ice-T's message at that time was a little bit much. But I don't think why it's he not this saying nothing. in 2023. That's probably why he's not saying nothing right now. Cause the last time he said so, we we fucking elbow dropped that nigga. Like he, I'm probably sure he's seen it. Cause he played video games too. He be on Twitch too. He probably like yeah. I ain't saying shit. Cause the last time I said some shit about Soldier Boy, y'all fucked me up for fucking years. Y'all still talking about that shit today. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't get it. But salute to all parties. Um, <laughs> Hip hop is in the trash. Josh, you take it. You taking the high road here? Nah, I just think hip hop culture. Um, it's just at the lowest point it's ever been. You could tell from the music that's on the charts to the music that our top hip hop artists are making to the music that our, you know, middle of the road hip hop artists are making. There's nothing innovative going on currently. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't been anything new in hip hop in a long time. And I'm just looking forward to when somebody changes that tide. Um, I don't know. Someone come save us. Please. I don't know who, but someone. Tell you, like we say, does like, it take a new artist or does it take people just maturing, getting a little bit a new energy. It takes a new energy. It takes a new yeah. energy all the way around. Artists, clothing, everything. It takes a new all that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we're all to a certain degree a part of that destruction. But um, I don't know. Like it just ain't really where it should be right now. And I think going into, you know, another year, 2024, I don't see I, I haven't seen a new hip hop star since Travis Scott. <laughs> it's crazy. You wanna say sexy Reddit? It's not a hip hop star. Yeah. And if that's a hip hop star, then uh, that proves my point. <laughs> By hip hop star, do you just mean stadium status? Just filling I out. I mean, someone who is selling records, someone who is a uh, icon, someone People who. want to work with. Well, yeah, who will be around mm. and stand the test of time. I don't think that's Sexy Red yet. Yeah. I think Sexy Red is a great moment, mm. but shit. Well, really, it was a great moment a year ago. Let's Longevity. see if Sexy Red is around next year. Yeah, Let's but- see if. Her music progresses. Let's see if her music has anything of substance that people want to hear and and and, and gravitate towards. Yeah, she got to sit it down too because she's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah. But yeah, Sexy Red ain't a hip hop star. What a somber. I mean, way she to, might be. She might. I don't know to some people. What, what a somber way to uh, end the show today. But that was a show. <laughs> I love the fact that everything this week is just going to be in costume. I'm going to love clips this week. Oh, it's going to be great. Thank you guys for for listening <laughs> to the show. For indulging us in this costume bash here that we have uh of course um you know the clips of this and all of the video will be up on our youtube especially uh follow us on tiktok please we're trying to feed that algorithm our reels and shit they 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 be going crazy people be fucking with the reels so make sure you subscribe to our youtube leave a like comment subscribe all of those things um and please have a safe halloween man it's crazy out there i know that a lot of people might be still partying on the day of or the night of if you're listening to this and uh, yeah, last weekend was crazy, though. I'm going to talk about some of the costumes on B-Sides this week, though. Okay. By the time the people hear this, uh, well, for patrons, of course, you'll be hearing this on Halloween Day. For those that are hearing this on November 1st, of course, shout outs to you as well. For everybody celebrating Day of the Dead, hope that's also something that's exciting for you as well. And um, we'll, continue, uh, we'll continue the combo throughout the week. Yes, sir. So, for Josh Pease, the P, and uh, Deku5, and uh, Ms. Ark Drake. Uh, we'll see you. I don't even know what you're throwing up. We'll see you guys in a week. What's wrong with hip hop? <laughs> right there. That's the six. All right. We'll see you guys uh, in, uh, in two weeks on Black Print. Peace.